to share with us tonight. Woo-hoo! Woohoo! Hey guys, what's up? <gasps> okay, I just have to say that I was truly, truly blessed by just the worship. You guys, you're doing seriously so awesome. It's such a blessing to see um, like the youth actually participating and being the ones who are leading. So kudos to all y'all. Go ahead, give us some snaps, some snaps, some claps. Um, yeah, so I have known Sky and Morgan um, for some times with Pastor Matt and Lori as well. So I went to their church. I basically really started to come to the Lord in their church. Um, so I'm very thankful for that. And then I honestly give credit to working at CBN to Pastor Lori because <laughs> she kind of opened the door along with the Lord for me to get the job at CBN. And I've been there eight years and very thankful for that. But I'm here to talk about dating. You guys excited? Okay, so just to, just to give you guys some, like, preface on, on me, so I am going to be the big 3-0 in April. What's up? And I'm not married. What's up? <laughs> Shout out all the single ladies and men. Congratulations, Morgan. We're very happy for you guys. Very blessed, blessed and highly favored. But we're talking about dating tonight because dating with the purpose of marriage. Marriage is the end goal, y'all. Like straight up, as Christians, we're not just dating to date. I'm, I'm sorry to burst that bubble. Sorry. You're dating with a purpose. That does not mean that whenever you date somebody, you are going to marry them. That doesn't always mean that. Dating, you are finding out about who this person is. Do you want to maybe one day marry them? But I would also say you guys are super young, so give it some time. Like, I would encourage you guys to date. It's a good, good thing. Okay, so with that, I am, I'm, I'm coming from this from a standpoint of, hey, y'all, I'm in it with you. Like, I, I'm, I'm dating, I have dated several people, you know, broke, you know, done the breakups, done it all, okay, guys? So I'm coming from the standpoint of I learn from me, learn from my mistakes, learn from the things that God has taught me, the good things and the bad things, because also, let's just be real, dating is sometimes messy, okay? There's no, listen, y'all. There ain't no playbook for Christian dating. You can't find the verse in Matthew that says, date this way. Because back then, y'all, it was like arranged marriage and stuff. Do y'all want to have arranged marriages? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are grateful that we actually have a choice. We have a choice to date. We have a choice in who we want to be with. Boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, and then husband or wife, right? Okay, so I got a couple questions for y'all before I get started. How many of you guys have been on a date before? Okay, yes, 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 yes. Cool, 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 okay. How, okay, next question, next question. How many of you have been in a relationship where the person has asked you, hey, 
I would love for you to be my girlfriend. I would love for you to be my boyfriend. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, you guys, come on. <laughs> okay, next question. How many of you want to get married one day? Okay, all right, that's okay. If you didn't raise your hand, that's all good. One day, maybe your mind will change. It's all good. How many of you guys are intimidated by dating? Kind of freaks you out. Yeah, I feel you, Sky. <laughs> yeah, guess what, guys? I sometimes feel that way, too. And I'm almost 30 years old. And guess what? It's okay. The point of those questions is that no matter where you're at when it comes to dating, like I said, there's no playbook. There's no playbook. Dating is different for everyone. I want everyone to know that. You might date only a few people. You might only date one person in your life. You might never date anybody. You might date a lot of people. But it's okay. I just want you guys to know that, you know, this is no judgment zone, okay? No judgment zone. But I also believe that even, that, even though there's no playbook for Christian dating, you guys listening? Y'all need to listen, all right? I'm going to give you some good stuff tonight. Y'all need to write some notes. <laughs> okay, so even though there's no playbook for dating, I want everyone to have this perspective because it matters. God cares about your dating life because he cares about you, and he cares about the people you date because God loves his sons and his daughters. And we are all image bearers. I am an image bearer. You guys are image bearers. So in the people that you date are also image bearers. So the way you treat them and the way you date them matters to God. God cares about relationships. Doesn't matter what kind, a friendship, a brother, a sister, whether it's like a blood brother or sister or just like, like our worship leader was saying, like we're all brothers and sisters in Christ, right? So it matters how you date. So let's all have that perspective. God cares about your dating life because he cares about you. So if you want to eventually get married, if you want to find that person who you're like, oh my gosh, I love this person. He, he or she loves Jesus too. Yes. And they almost love him more than I do. And I want to spend the rest of my days with him so I can fulfill the mission and the calling that's on my life because that's what marriage is about. <laughs> we have this couple who's about to enter marriage and that's a beautiful thing. And guess what they had to do first, y'all? They had to date each other. They had to figure out if they even liked each other. Okay, so dating matters to God, okay? And so now I'm just going to start sharing things that I myself have learned along the way. Things that I've learned by my mistakes, by things others have done, and just wisdom that I feel like I just want to share with you guys that will hopefully help you in this area of your life. So... You guys ready? You guys ready? Okay, so the first thing, if you're taking notes, the first thing, when you are dating, have non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. What do you think that means? I got you, man. Let's go. It's okay. Anyone else? Yeah. 
That's it. Their, their terms, their terms, it's like your own things that you will not budge on. You will not compromise on. Non-negotiables are things you are not willing to budge on, and they guide you in making decisions of who you should date or should not date, who you want to date or who you don't want to date. And here's the thing. Figure out your non-negotiables. Figure them out, y'all, by praying and asking God about it. <clears throat> These need to be important to God first and then important to you because it's what you are desiring in this person that you want to call boyfriend or girlfriend and maybe eventually fiance and maybe eventually husband or wife, right? But they need to first be like A-okay with the Lord, okay? So also, when figuring out your non-negotiables, write them down. Like literally, I'm about to share with y'all my personal non-negotiables. I'm not even playing. I'm going to share them with you. And if you want to take them, you can. If not, it's cool too. But just to give you guys examples of what I'm talking about. So write your non-negotiables down. In preparing this message, I literally went into my journal and I looked at these non-negotiables. And the crazy thing, y'all, is I just wrote these down, like, within the past year. Like, I had things in my mind, but I never wrote it down. So I'm giving y'all, like, a big head start. Okay, big head start. Write down your non-negotiables. Figure them out now. Of course, things might change, right, by the time you're 29 or 30 or 27 or 26 or 25 or 23 or 21 or 20. It might change, right? But write them down now. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, write the vision, make it plain. Because therefore you see it. You're not like, oh, well, I thought about this one non-negotiable, but like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just, it's fine. But you know deep in your heart that it's not fine. If you write it down, it's going to keep you accountable. It's going to keep you accountable. And then when you write them down, have a pastor or a parent or some authority, spiritual authority in your life, look over them. Please, please do that. Don't just be like writing these non-negotiables and then just, be, you know, I don't know, you'd be creating some crazy non-negotiables and then it's not going to set you up for success. But if you have someone of authority, someone who is wise, not a peer, but Pastor Sky, Matt and Lori, other pastors, other leaders within the church who are in it, who can just speak to those things and hold you accountable to them, but also just be like, yeah, absolutely. And who knows, they might make suggestions as well, which is also good. Okay, y'all want to know my non-negotiables? Hmm. Okay, so also before I share what mine are and what you might want to include, but also just to give you guys an idea, non-negotiables are not preferences. They're not preferences, you guys. So they're not like, oh, Jesus, okay, Lord, I want a tall, dark, and handsome man. Mm. Yes, Lord. He's got to have muscles. He's got to work out five times a week. He's got to be, like, on the football team. He's got to be on the robotics team. No, 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 y'all. That's a preference. Or, or, oh, my gosh, Lord. Oh, my gosh, Lord. Can I please have a blonde hair, blue-eyed babe? Can I please? She's got to be on the cheer team. I don't know. What do you guys want? On, in theater? I don't know. Whatever. No theater? Oh, guys. I was in theater. No, I'm just playing. I, I mean, I was, but it's, yes. 
Anyways, non-negotiables are not preferences, you guys. Those are preferences. Those are things that you would like. But guess what? God might have somebody in mind, and he might be like, he ain't your preference, boo. But he's going to help you fulfill the mission and the call that's on your life. Okay, because that's also the purpose of marriage. So non-negotiables are not preferences. Here are what non-negotiables are. First things first, y'all. Like, if there's anything not to compromise on, this person needs to be a born-again Christian. My word of advice to you, as you're entering into this season of life, as you get older, as, like, People might start being attractive to you. Like, you're like, oh, my God, I've never noticed that guy before. Oh, my gosh, I've never noticed that girl before. And you want to start dating, please, whoo, Jesus, choose somebody who is a fellow believer, born again Christian, loves Jesus, okay? They believe in Jesus, Father God, and the Holy Spirit, all right? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, born again Christian, cool. First non-negotiable. And I, I, honestly, it's like, that's like a given, guys. The Bible says don't be unequally yoked. Do not. Because I'm telling you that's going to lead to heartbreak. That's going to lead to a lot of just not fun things. And I'm coming from a place of just, I love you guys. I don't know you guys, but I want you to succeed. And I want you to be in love. I want you to find a person who you choose, who you choose, and who God blesses. Okay? First non-negotiable, what is it? Born-again Christian. Here's another one. They have an active prayer and devotional life. The desire and discipline are there. They make, they make an effort to seek God daily. No one's perfect, all right? No one's perfect. This homeboy, this homegirl doesn't have to be in the prayer closet three hours a day, okay? If they do, that's, they have a lot of time on their hands, and that's really cool. But as life progresses, as you get older, time lessens. Time lessens. So the fact that this person makes an effort, whether it's just like going to the Bible app on your phone, it's really easy. <gasps> Uversion. Who has Uversion? Okay, let's go home. Let's do the verse of the day. Yes, it's like an Insta story. Yes, exactly. Like, if it, I don't know who that guy is, but if it is somebody, like, they just, they make an effort, guys. Does the Bible at verse of the day, they read the word, they pray, and again, no one is perfect, okay? And I would even submit, you're not perfect. And that's okay. So let's not, let's not judge as well. Let's not judge. Not, let's not be holier than thou, but you need to know that they have a a prayer life and a devotional life. Okay, this next one you probably might not expect, but again, these are mine, but I do think it's important, okay? It's actually very, 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 very important because, yet again, dating, the purpose is marriage, okay? Even though, again, you don't know if you're going to marry this person immediately when you start dating. You figure it out along the way, right? They need to tithe. They give to the Lord and make it a priority in their life, what? Tithing? Okay, let me just go ahead and tell you guys. What, okay, anyone know what tithing is? It's okay if you don't. It's okay. Tithing is giving to the Lord. Tithe literally means 10%. The Bible tells us, I'll read it, Malachi 3.10, bring the full tithe into the storehouse. So that's 10% of your income. 
10% of the money you make on your side job, 10% of the money somebody gives you on a, as a birthday gift, somebody, 10% of the Valentine's Day money your mama and your daddy gave you, 10% of your whatever money you have. So it says, Malachi 3.10, bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. This is the only scripture, y'all, where God literally says, test me in it. You don't think I will? You don't think I will bless you with more money and more like, not even money, but just my goodness my provision over you. He says, test me in this. So why does it matter if the person that I'm like choosing to date tithes? Well, guys, let's take a look at Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also be. AKA, if this person that you might be interested in, they got the new shoes, they got the clothes and, you know, whatever. And they're all about like putting money in their pocket. It's all about the money all about the bank account, right? But if they aren't like, if they're always concerned about give, I'm sorry, receiving, receiving, receiving for themselves and never giving back in any way, shape, or form, whether that's tithing or just covering your friend, covering your friend for coffee, I got you, bro. Like, I love you. I just want to show you. I got you, girl. It's fine. You don't have to pay me back. I love you. If they are not generous, even with their, like, finances and their money, they're not going to be generous in other areas of their lives either. And that's just the truth. Like, this is Jesus saying this. Where is your treasure? Is your heart attached so much to your money, you're not even realizing that the money isn't yours in the first place? It's not. It, the money in my bank account comes from, G, like, he, it's him. It's God. He owns everything. Everything is his. So if somebody is walking around just not in that area submitted to the Lord, I would question that. And let me just go ahead and tell you guys, you're never too young to start giving and tithing. There is not an age limit on this, y'all. I, I had this understanding that I was like, oh, I don't, I don't give in church until I have a job, until I'm like graduated from college, got a full-blown income, I ain't tithing. I literally had that perception. I, I didn't. I didn't. Until it was a conversation with my sister and brother-in-law, so my sister and her husband, and they were like, you're tithing, right? You're tithing your income? Like your, your paychecks and stuff? Like every paycheck you get, you're like 10% to the church? And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> And they were like, you know, we would, we, would, we would recommend it because it's, um, well, it's kind of Jesus tells you to do that. So if you want to be a follower of Jesus, like that's one of the things you have to do. But it's so much more than just having to do it. It's, it's an it's a area of your heart that you're like, Lord, th you're, it's an area of your heart where you're humble in. Y'all want to date somebody who's humble, humble before the Lord in every area of your life. And God works in every areas, right? Sometimes we're not. Sometimes it takes some time. It took time for me. I wasn't, I wasn't tithing at y'all's age, so I get it. The point is, are they generous? Are they kind? Are they humble? Are they all, the, are they all about me, me, me? Are they generous with their, tie, their time and their money? Okay. You guys with me? Okay. Okay, another one. Okay, hello, goes to church regularly. Y'all y'all are involved in church? Like, yes, that's amazing. I love that. Do they att attend a church regularly? Do they have, yes, claps, 
claps. Yes, yes. Okay, so, yes. <laughs> Do they go to youth group? Like, what does this look like practically? Oh, my gosh. They go to youth group. Whether it's here or you meet somebody who goes to another church and they go to another youth group, but they're involved in their church. They go to church on Sunday mornings because that matters, guys. That matters. Ultimately, all of these things help individuals become a better follower of Christ because that's what we're all called to do. At every point of our life, we're called to look like, be like, act like, more like Jesus, right? So we have to be obedient to that. Going to church, having a church community, having a house where you worship and gather with other like-minded Christians is important, is really important throughout your whole entire faith journey, just to say that. Okay, um, this person has mentors, community of believers who disciple them. Woohoo, similar to going to church, right? But has individuals that they trust, that they can like go to and be like, I am struggling in this area. I love the Lord, but I can't stop doing blank. I think about blank. People who you go to, who you run to, right? And again, it's good to have peers, of course, it's good to have friends who that you can be that to, that open to, but it matters when there's somebody, again, of authority, a pastor, a parent, a teacher, a coach, like somebody who is a little bit older than you, who, a little bit wiser than you, who can just teach you and coach you along in that area. So again, this person um, goes to this person for spiritual support. They're open. They feel safe with these people. Could be one person, could be several. And also has friends that are Christians. Guys, you know, like I said, again, it's very important to surround yourselves with like-minded believers. I'm not saying that you can't be friends with non-believers. That's impossible. Like, we live in the world, guys. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to encounter men and women who don't believe what you believe. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be friends with them. I'm just saying that the people that you go to with issues and problems need to also have a like mind in the fact that they believe Jesus is Lord, okay? All right, y'all, we're also going to go there. This person needs to walk in purity, non-negotiable, has made a commitment of not being sexually active before marriage, is not hooking up with people randomly, does not hook up with people that they do date, just because your boyfriend girlfriend doesn't mean that it's all good, doesn't watch porn, doesn't masturbate, has clear physical boundaries, clear physical boundaries, and we'll talk about this in a minute, communicates those to whoever they are dating, because that's really important. Okay, guys, believes in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the last one. Why is this important? Because <laughs> you got to be on the same page about different things. And again, this is these are mine, openly sharing them with you guys. If that doesn't really bother you, then, that, then that's fine. But for me, I want somebody who receives all of what God has to offer. And the spiritual gifts are an offering. For, like, God gives us those things, right? Healing and, and praying for healing and prophesying and speaking in tongues, you know? Just because you might not be there yet in your faith, which is totally cool. You've never spoken in tongues. you never prophesied. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Just be, you know, be on the same page. Has a, so for me, it has a healthy desire and respect for the power of the Holy Spirit and spiritual gifts. Does not look down upon these things either or is cynical about them. Because that shows me that you don't respect the Lord. 
and what the Lord is doing. Okay, so if you don't respect the Lord and what the Lord is doing, that's just kind of a red flag for me. All right, guys, so that's non-negotiables. Now we're moving on to something else I've learned, something else that I want to encourage you guys in to have, to do. Have clear boundaries. Say it with me. Have clear boundaries. Say it again. Have clear boundaries. One more time. Have clear boundaries. Woo! Physical and non-physical. What? There's a non-physical boundary? What does that even mean? Everyone talks about physical boundaries. Yes, of course. Don't have sex before marriage. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, and yes. Communicate your boundaries. But non-physical boundaries are important too. Maybe one of those things is we discussed and had a conversation, maybe awkward. Even if it's awkward, it's important. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Why don't we just not see each other every day. In, in the dating, in the like, when you're getting to know each other and you know, maybe that's something. Maybe, maybe let's like give each other some space. Maybe we don't have to like Snapchat 24 seven. Not because I don't want to, but because I'm choosing to just like give some space between you and I, which honestly might help you determine your feelings for this person more. What's that saying? Absence makes the heart grow fonder <laughs> or it doesn't. You know, you want to figure it out. (laughs) You want to figure it out. So that might be a non-physical boundary. That's just an example. And obviously a physical boundary that needs to be clearly communicated. No sexual activity before marriage. No foreplay. No sex. Like those things need to be talked about. And just because you're dating a fellow Christian, don't mean that they're on the same page, y'all. Just going to say it. Does not mean that they're on the same page. And again, this is no judgment. But I'm just saying, that's just, that's just the fact. So you just, you know, dating is also a lot of conversations. And, you know, I'm the type of person, I don't like confrontation. I don't like awkward conversations. I don't like, I don't want to upset anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. But when it comes to dating, it's like, I have to stay true to me and what I feel like the Lord is calling me to, so I have to communicate that to you. And if that makes you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just what I feel I need to tell you. And that's okay, guys. Like, you don't, like, you don't have to make everyone happy 24-7. It's okay. It's okay if it's uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that it's wrong, okay? Okay, the last thing. I want you guys to have this perspective about dating, because I think it would really help you. Dating is a process, okay? It's a process that needs to be in partnership with God. Straight up, y'all. And take it from somebody who has dated and has left God out of the equation. Like, I'm good, God. Like, not even, honestly, not even to that extent. It was just like, it was just some selfish pride that like, oh, I got this. It's really cool. Like, even though I've never dated as a Christian, you know, wasn't a Christian at one point, then it was a Christian, you know, dated in the world, did all that stuff, then came to the Lord and was like, okay, I'm going to date now, you know, whatever. And it's hard. You have to have the, like, Holy Spirit to help you because I'm just, I'm just being real with you guys. You're going to mess up. You might date the wrong people. Okay. You might cross boundaries. You need the power of the Holy Spirit to lead you to guide you, to protect you, and to give you grace. 
grace to go through it, grace to break up with that person, grace to ask that girl out, grace to, to say yes or no, grace to say, hey, do you want to come over and hang out with me and my friends tonight? Like you need God in this process, for real, for real, y'all. Okay, okay. So you need to invite him in the process, and inviting him into the process looks like journaling, journal, write it down. I'm all about like writing things down. I'm trying to be better at that also in my life. Journaling about your dates, like, oh, you know, I enjoyed my date with Susie. <laughs> Susie Q, I enjoyed my date with that. I mean, y'all, you don't have to physically write it down. You can write it on a note in your phone, like use technology, it's okay. Or you can write it down. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I typically journal like in an actual journey. So, journal. So journaling about your dates. What I liked, what I didn't like. What I still don't know about this person. What do I want to know about this person that I can maybe ask in the next time we hang out? So that is one way how you can invite God in. Another way is being open with, yet again, wise counsel in your life. Maybe, like, talk to Pastor Sky and be like, hey, I just want to talk to you. Like, I went on a date with this guy or I hung out with this girl. And I, this is how I'm feeling or this is how I'm not feeling. Or being open. If you guys, you know, something happened, talk. Don't isolate yourselves, especially in this process. Don't isolate yourself from God and the fact that you're not praying about it. You're not talking to other people in your life about it. Not just your peers, but also the wise counsel in your life. And lastly, obviously, another way to invite him in, I just said it, praying. Pray, 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 pray. And sometimes, you know, you might think, like, there's God cares about bigger and better things. Like, God, I don't, you know, I, this, this seems, like, minute in the vast span of um, running the universe. But... He cares. He really does care. He cares so much about you guys. Of course he cares about who you guys date. Of course he cares about that. He loves you. If you have that desire to date, you have that desire to eventually get married, he cares. I would submit even more than you do. Ladies, we care a lot about who we date. We care a lot about who we're going to marry. Sometimes, like, too much. It's obsessive. We're just like, oh, my gosh. God cares even more than you do. He cares even more than who you're going to marry, son. Yes. I know you care. He cares more. He cares more, guys. Okay. So bottom line, don't try to do it on your own. Another thing that I want you guys to take away is God does not rule with an iron fist in your life. He doesn't. I don't know if you guys have heard this saying, but God is a gentlemanly God. That just means that he's not going to, like, force his will on you. You have a choice to believe in him. You have a choice to say, Jesus is my savior. I surrender. He's not, like, I don't know, coming in a pillar of a cloud and saying, Sky, you are going to meet mystery man over here. You marry now. It's done. <laughs> I know. Sometimes you, yes, I totally feel that. Sometimes I wish it was that easy. I really do. But like what, I just, he's a gracious God. He gives us a choice. And that's something that I've come to realize too. It's like, I can't just sit back and be like, all right, God, 
do your thing. Be right here. No, he wants you to partner with him. He's not going to ask that girl out for you. He ain't going to do that, y'all. You got to do it. He's not going to invite that dude over to your, like, friend group house. You guys are hanging out. He's not going to do that for you. He's not going to do that for you. He's not going to say yes or no for you to whether or not you want to date that guy. You have to make that choice. But here's the thing. Invite him into your choosing because it's a choice, guys. Dating is a choice. Marriage is a choice. Engagement is a choice. It is your choice. But ask the Lord, invite the Lord into that choosing, saying, God, here's how I feel about this person. I don't know. Lord, can you help me in this? Can you help me in choosing the best person that you have for me? He wants you to choose, but ask him to lead you in that choosing. Yeah, you have to make the choices. God won't make them for you. Okay? But here's the thing. It's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Date with purpose. Here's, here are my closing thoughts. If you're taking notes. Yeah, absolutely. Take them notes, bro. And then we can, you know, if you, I don't know if you have questions or whatever. Okay, date with purpose, guys. Date with purpose. Um, I forgot to mention this, but, well, no, I did. Dating is a process that leads to marriage. Marriage is a covenant made under God and is a sacrament of the church, a.k.a. it's important to God and the church. So you need to invite him into the process of dating. Okay? So date with a purpose. As a Christian, I'm sorry, we're not just dating to date, y'all. We ain't doing that. We're not like the world. Are we dating this chick, dating that dude, hooking up with that person, hooking up with that person? No. And from, a, from, from somebody who lived that life, I'm here to tell you, nothing good comes from it. Not one thing. Might seem like it. The world, oh, look at that person. Oh, she's real hot. He's real hot. Da, 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 da. <sighs> no, y'all. Invite God into the process. Let God into your lives, and he will always be with you, helping you and guiding you if you let him. Again, it's your choice. So date with a purpose, date with God, date with wise counsel, date and have fun. I mean, yes, have fun. Like, of course. Like, did you guys have fun dating? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, that's one of the things you, okay, if you want to be with this person for the rest of your life, you want to have fun with them, right? You want to have fun, you want to laugh. So have fun, guys. I think as Christians, we can take dating too seriously where we put so much pressure on it. We're like literally immobilized. That has also been me where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. I don't want to make the wrong decision. Oh my gosh. But in reality, it's like God is so much bigger than that. Even if I made a bad decision, I'm denying God's grace and mercy to help me along the way. Okay, so don't put so much pressure on when you're like, oh my gosh, I have to date, I have to marry this person. I have to marry this girl. I'm 17, I'm dating. Oh my gosh, I'm 16, I'm 15. Oh my gosh, I have to marry this person right now because we're dating. That's not the case at all, guys. God cares about this more than you do. He loves you. He wants you to succeed. He wants what you want, which is also a crazy thing to think that the God of the universe yeah, he does. He wants it more than you. So I'm going to pray for you guys. If you have any, do we want to, questions?
We can do questions. The three, okay. What? I was asking the three, the three main She points. wants to know the three oh. main points. Yeah. <coughs> yes, yes, I got you. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. I'll just get them to you. Does anyone else have a question that hasn't really been addressed about dating? Now I have to, I was going to ask if she's a player. <laughs> no, no. I know okay. I'm not a player. I'm not a player. <clears throat> no. Did, have, did I'm you, sure. Did you date in high school? I did date in high school. How, like, I don't know what the question is that I'm trying to think of. What? What? <laughs> ask a question? Um... Well, I will. I will what? say that I yes, I did date in high school, and I was not following the Lord. So, no what, advice there because I d it wouldn't be good advice. What What would you say the hardest thing in dating is? I guess <sighs> that's a great question. Um, I mean, I would say the obvious like is 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 you know breaking up can be very hard. Breaking up is hard. Um, you know, those are not fun conversations. But again. Like I, I'm definitely a type of person that can be a people pleaser. So it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to hurt this person. So I'll just, in the past, I've like dated somebody when I knew that it, it just like wasn't feeling right in my gut and I should have ended it sooner than I did. So breakups suck, but if you're feeling in your gut and your heart, wise counsel, non-negotiables aren't meeting up, all these other things, end it. What age would you recommend to start dating, like, in the first place? Mm. Oh, wow. Do you have a number? 21. 21? <laughs> personally, my recommendation would be if you are in a place, and, like, this is, like, for coming from me who, like, really wanted to date in high school, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't recommend even thinking about dating somebody until you're, like, I, I could marry. Mm. I could get married. Whew. Like, and not necessarily, and I'm not like, and not necessarily like, oh, you're in high school, whatever. But like, yeah. if you are in a mature place in your mind where you're like, I could true. be with this person for the next two years until I turn 18 and I want to get married to them when I'm 18 years old. Like mm. genuinely at a place where you're like, <laughs> you, I guess so. If that's, if that's where, if that's where you're at. That's what I would say. I'd say maybe even when you have a car and can drive, <laughs> can take True. them somewhere, have a job. That's smart. But but I'm but if if we're dating for the intent of marriage, yeah. My recommendation, which I wish someone would have told me, is just like, could you even get married to them? Okay, what are you gonna do for the next six years of your life? You know, so yeah, it's a tough place to be, but take that however you will. That's good. You ultimately have the. The decision, yeah, you make that call. And I would also say wise counsel. Again, your pastors, your parents, yeah, your yeah, leaders, yeah. people who like can just speak into your life. Um, one thing I wanted to end on. So I saw this on Instagram right before I when I was heading here. I was like, oh snap! It says I'm dating to marry. Dating to marry doesn't mean that you're automatically going to marry the man or woman you're currently dating. It means that you're going to be intentional in who and how you date. It means that you're not dating just for fun, although yes, it is fun, but you're dating with purpose. I'm dating to marry. So just 
keep those thoughts. Okay. Anyone else? I possibly saw a hand back here, but I didn't. I didn't know. Anyone else? Anyone else? Did you? Okay. I don't know if I'm going crazy. All right. Well, I will just pray. I just want to like pray over you guys, if that's okay. Yeah. Is that cool? Okay. Okay, Lord, I just thank you so much for this amazing group of young people, God. I just thank you for their hearts. I thank you for their devotion to you, God. It was evident in worship tonight. It's evident as they come and gather here. God, I believe that you're doing something new within this youth group, God. And I just say yes and amen to it. And Lord, I pray for every single young man and young woman in this room. God, will you just lead them? Lead them like the good shepherd that you are, God. Continue to do the work inside of them. To continue to show them who you are and who they are in you first and foremost. Will you just solidify and fortify their relationship with you, Jesus? May you be their first love, Lord. May they receive you as their first love. And then from that abundance of your love, Lord, if it is your will for them to start dating within the next few years or however that looks like, God, will you just guide them? Will you give them wisdom beyond their years, Lord, whether that's through just the power of your Holy Spirit or wise counsel surrounding them, God, speaking into their lives, Lord. I just pray that you guide them in their dating life, God. Protect them, Jesus, from temptation. Deliver them, Lord, from temptation, Jesus. Protect their hearts, their minds, their bodies, their spirits, Lord. Keep them pure in heart. Keep them pure in heart, Father God. And Lord, ultimately, for everyone who has a desire for marriage, God, I pray that you fulfill that desire because you care. And even those who are not sure yet, God, I just pray for your will to be done in their life. God, protect them and guide them. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the good shepherd that we can put our hope and faith and trust in. And right now, we just say we trust you, God. We trust you with this area of our lives. We trust you, Jesus. We invite you into this area of our lives. We don't want to do it in our own strength. We want to do it in your strength, God, in your spirit, Father. We invite you in now, Lord, into this area, into our dating life, into our love life, Lord. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray all this. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you, guys. And everybody give it up for Ashley.